I woke up without an alarm. Fresh, eager, perky. The morning wasn't ready for me. Brushed my teeth, drank a little water, meditated. In less than an hour, I was at my desk. Laptop going, desktop going, music playing. What? Bring it on. Bring it on, world. I got stuff to do. Y'all, why is it, even with my favorite coffee, brewed perfectly with all my little splash of my Bailey's Irish cream, less than 20 minutes at my desk, I can't keep my eyes open. I slept over nine hours. Ain't no way I'm supposed to be sleepy. This is a joke, right? The universe is playing, right? Right? Parenting Up, Caregiving Adventures with Comedian Jay Smiles is the intense journey of unexpectedly being fully responsible for the well-being of my mama. For almost a decade, I've been chipping away at the unknown, advocating for her, and pushing Alzheimer's awareness on anyone and anything with a heartbeat. Spoiler alert, I started comedy because this stuff is so heavy. Be ready for the jokes. Caregiver newbies, OGs, village members trying to just prop up a caregiver, you are in the right place. Hi, this is Zeddy. I hope you enjoy my daughter's podcast. Is that okay? Today's episode, Why Am I Still Sleepy After a Good Night's Sleep? Parenting up, family. I got a bone to pick with somebody. For those of you who are not from the southern part of the United States, a bone to pick with somebody means I'm mad and I want to complain to anybody who is willing to listen, preferably to whoever's fault it is. But since I don't really know whose fault it is, I just got a bone to pick with somebody. (laughs) They've been telling me for years Jay Smiles, you got to get more sleep. We have had several podcast episodes about sleep hygiene. They even sent me to a sleep doctor. We have had lots of laughs about Jay Smiles and how poorly (laughs) she does with sleeping. I need somebody to explain to me how come I slept nine hours and (laughs) within an hour or so after waking up feeling spry and ready for the world, my head is bobbing like a boxer, bobbing and weaving, trying not to get punched. Seriously, though? What in the hell is the point in me doing all that stuff all day, cramming all my little work into this hour, 
begging somebody to help me with such and such, getting Zeddy ready for bed early, having my caregiver's schedule all set up. If going to bed ain't going to help. I actually went to sleep, y'all, got in the bed, took a shower for real hours before, put lavender on my temples and all that good jazz. And I'm going to still be sleepy the next morning. But the trick was I woke up fresh, (laughs) excited, thinking, wow, it's going to be a great day. I hoped that was an aberration. Maybe it was just a one-off. Nope, it wasn't. Another time, it was the afternoon. I took a break from work. I wasn't even on shift. I was just going to hang out with Zeddy and watch a few game shows. I'm sitting down. I wasn't there but three, four, five minutes. The host of the game show yells out something. I yell out an answer. Next thing I know, Zeddy is tapping my knee saying, JG, JG, what did you say? I was asleep. I fell asleep right after I gave my answer. So much so. That my mama is like, J.G., J.G., what did you say? J.G., are you sleeping? J.G., J.G., <sighs> seriously? During the break that fast? Let's not talk about driving. It is scary. I went to sleep again, relatively on time for me. It was one or two in the morning, yeah, but I still got seven or eight hours of sleep. I had a bunch of errands to run in the morning before I got ready for a virtual comedy show early in the evening. So then I was driving, I'm running my errands. I stop at a red light. Then I hear all of these horns honking. And I'm looking around thinking, wow, this somebody's really, really pissed off. Or maybe there's an accident or somebody is trying to alert a bunch of cars to maybe avoid an accident. And then somebody rolls up beside my car, honks really loud and says, go, the light is green. (laughs) Y'all, all of the honking was for me. I had obviously fallen asleep at the red light And then the light changed to green, but I didn't realize it. And all of that commotion had been for me. But I fell asleep so good and so sound that when I woke up, I didn't even know to look up at the light. 
I'm too busy listening to the noise and turning my head around to figure out <laughs> oh, who's making all of the concert symphony. I didn't even think anything was wrong, people. That's probably what's the craziest, right? Because I was sleeping. And these incidents were not back-to-back days. They weren't even happening on back-to-back weeks. So I'm condensing them for the purposes of this episode. But they had enough time between them for me to think, ah, that was just... You know, that day, maybe something weird was going on. But I was irritated because I actually slept the night before. Does that happen to you where you think, well, I ate kind of okay. I think I had protein and vegetables and fruit and I drank a decent amount of water yesterday. I'm pretty sure I had a bowel movement and I slept seven, eight, nine hours. Why in the hell am I so tired? Then the event occurred that I could no longer ignore. Whoopsies. I was at the nail salon getting a manicure and a pedicure. Same salon that I've been going to for years. Same technician. No big deal. Before you ask, yes, the night before was a better than average night of sleep for me. Definitely over seven hours. I was in the bed, comfy and cozy. And the day, fairly smooth. Zeddy did not have any medical emergencies. The stock market didn't crash. Nobody's son broke my heart. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, I pick out my colors. I say hey to all my friends in the salon. I'm sitting there. Great. They're doing my nails on my fingers. They're doing my nails on my toes. They told me I'm not supposed to say, not supposed to say nails on your toes, that you only have nails on your fingers. Do you all agree with that? I don't know. Say something in the comments. I'm like, there are nails on your toe. They call toenails and they call fingernails. Why can't I say nails on my toe? Like it's a, it's a manicure is on your nails. Anyway, I digress. Y'all, somewhere along the way in my pedicure, I passed out. I went to sleep so hard and so fast during the pedicure. Now, for those of you who haven't had a pedicure, they are taking a little steel Sharp pencil poker thingy 
and they're digging up in your cuticle and up under your toenail. And they're scrubbing on your heel and between your toes. And then they lotioning your foot and they're rubbing up and down your ankle and your calf muscles. I fell asleep so hard during that process and while they were painting the toenails and all of that good jazz that the technician left me there. She said I started snoring. She was like, Jay Smiles, you were snoring so much and so hard and your head was leaning so far into your chest that I knew you must not have slept for days. Did y'all hear me? For days. She actually would not let anybody else tap me to take the chair. She made people work around me. There were other clients who needed the chair I was in. And she was over there finger swatting them like, uh-uh. No, 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 no. You can't come over here. For anybody who likes the NBA or from Africa, the Kimbe Mutombo, no, 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 no. He would wag his finger whenever he swatted the, or blocked the ball, swatted it down. Like, don't bring that in here. That's how she was doing she said, I thought maybe you had an all-nighter or maybe you were traveling for your comedy or maybe you had a bad night with your mom. Guess how long I was asleep? An hour. With the noise of dremels and bits and drills and people talking in multiple languages, English plus something else. And the music. I slept through it all. Even after having a good night's rest. What in the world? Yep. That's when I said, uh, Jay Smiles, you don't have a good handle on this sleep thing. Caregiving is whooping your behind because even when you do sleep, you are still passing out in public, not inebriated. Who does that? So I decide I need to go and see my doctor. I walk in with a chip on my shoulder, a big attitude, telling her, look, doc, you told me all these things I needed to do, and I'm doing 92% of them on a curve, which probably means I'm doing about 71%. But hell, that's good. That's good. I feel good about my 71% of what you're asking me to do. 
but I never admitted that to her. So for her, I said, I'm doing 92% of what you said. Okay. And I don't understand why I'm still sleeping. Because what the hell, doc, do I need to sleep like 18 hours a day? That's not sustainable. She says, okay, Jay Smiles, what part of this is truth and what part of this is a comedy routine? I'm like, doc, ha, 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 ha. You wear the white coat. Let me tell the jokes. I'm mad, okay? I made all these modifications to my life and my behavior, and I'm getting, you know, seven to nine hours of sleep, which is what? Ding, 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 eight. All right. Seven to nine is, follow me, people. It's eight. And I'm not hardly ever drinking Remy Martin 17. Okay. All right. I'm not even drinking that anymore. Like ever, mostly. I don't know what you want from me. I'm walking a lot, drinking a lot of water. Not doing that random sex stuff anymore with people. I mean, she chuckles and then she starts firing these questions at me. So how's your weight? How's your focus? How's your sex life? Excuse me, doc. First of all, you know my weight, okay? You got my weight from last time. And I know your little nurse, the male nurse, he is cute. Is he single? Okay, I digress. Told you my weight this time. Don't play me, doc. Okay? And about my focus, I was focused enough to know it was time to come in here and see you. And I remembered what time and what date. Okay? And about my sex life. What sex life? I'm a full-time caregiver, doc. Listen, here. Don't make, listen, oh, listen. I don't want to make a scene in here and scare all your other little clients. The majority of that happened in my head because I do have a brand to protect. (laughs) And I am a lawyer and I'm trying to be professional in most settings. I don't want the medical community to ever stop seeing me and Zeddy because they think I'm too difficult. But I did give the spirit of that argument, but with different language. And then I boiled it all up with, Doc, listen, it's hard to really know the truth of the questions you're asking me because I'm a freaking caregiver and I've been a caregiver so many years now. How do I know what my focus is comparatively speaking or what my sex drive is like comparatively speaking or my weight? Everything fluctuates a lot, but I don't know if it's normal or abnormal because The life and times of a caregiver is so roller coastery. I mean, 
should I be worried and complaining? Or is this just par for the course? Then Doc hits me with, well, at your age. Oh, now, Heifer, you going to hit me with the at my age? Is that where we going with this, Doc? You better have a lollipop, okay? Or at least a really good espresso machine or something in here for me if you're going to hit me with the at your age. That's not the way you ease into it. If anyone in the medical field is listening to this, when somebody comes into your office already in a bad mood, you don't start off with the at your age. Bad form, very bad form. So she goes with the at your age thing and she tells me about a decrease in energy, lack of focus, a drop in libido, and then she names like 2,000 other things that I cannot recall because who cares about the other 2,000 after the first three? I told her, well, Doc, hell, a caregiver's lifestyle looks like menopause every effing day. Holly, if you hear me. What? If these are your parameters, lady police, I've been in menopause or premenopausal for over a decade. Luckily, there's science. The blood work proves that my body really did stop making testosterone some years ago. I mean, y'all, I'm at 0.0 something, 0.019 or something like that. I mean, quit. Ain't no furlough. My body did not go. My body walked out. It's not even a picket line with the testosterone going on over here. Do you feel me? It said... Uh Uh-uh. No. It just died. My body decided I would rather die than make nary more testosteronis. This San Francisco treat. Testosterone gives energy. It gives muscle mass. And it assists with sex drive. And if my body stopped producing it years ago, that means I've been out here in this world fighting air, just like (laughs) punching at the air, slapping clouds, expecting my poor body to produce energy, give me quality sleep, and actually give a shit about things going on in the day-to-day life or world without me actually giving it any fuel. Poor body, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, body. I had unrealistic expectations. What I'm saying is my hormones are trash. 
and yours might be trash too. It doesn't matter if you are male or female or gender fluid. Your hormones could be imbalanced. And if they are, your energy level could be very unpredictable. Most of us who are family caregivers are over the age of 45, which also means that our hormones are more likely than not to already have started decreasing. And what's decreasing the most? Testosterone. No matter your gender. All right, first of all, did y'all know that everybody has testosterone and estrogen? Everybody. I don't care what gender you identify as, you have testosterone and estrogen. Period. And it is the dip in testosterone that actually can start to cause the greatest, shall I say, uh, commotion and conundrums in your everyday life. Sleep patterns, your energy level, your ability to exercise, things of that nature. According to experts, Humans born with female genitalia and female inner organs have hormone changes during puberty, during menstrual cycles, pregnancy, menopause, and medical conditions. That means there are hormone changes happening all the time the fluctuations can be quite great. So wouldn't it be a good idea to know what your baselines are or what your highs and lows may be? I think that's a good idea. For men, hormone changes are more gradual, but they happen throughout life. Puberty medical conditions, and just plain old growth. Their hormone changes about 1% every year of a man's life. We're speaking of a human born with male genitalia and male organs. We're speaking purely of hormonal changes. Erectile dysfunction is listed as a hormonal imbalance. I mean, that alone is a reason for guys, if you are having any kind of exhaustion problem as a caregiver, no matter what your age, you ought to go and get your numbers. Here are things that can alter our hormones in addition to the natural aging process. 
alcohol, caffeine, smoking, stress. Hello, oh my goodness, caregivers. Ding, 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 ding. Inadequate exercise. Now speak to your own medical teams, your primary care physicians to know what an adequate amount of exercise is. And specifically for men, it talks about type 2 diabetes, kidney and liver disease being something that can actually significantly alter your hormones. I almost tossed my laptop out the window when I read that inadequate sleep could tank your hormones. Ha! I might already be screwed. Maybe I can't reverse the hormone thing. Maybe I already lost so much sleep over the previous decade or so as a caregiver. That's why I'm drooling the morning after nine hours of sleep. Mm, mm, mm. (sighs) Interestingly, a physical sign that your hormones may really be out of whack is a fat hump between your shoulders. So if you've noticed that, please swiftly go and speak with your physician. Caregiving is hard, hard, hard. It's exhausting physically, mentally, and spiritually. And all the other leads I can't even think of right now. I must admit, I'm happy to know that there is some additional medical explanation for this extreme can't get enough sleep, sleep, sleep that I've been feeling. So I'm doing something about it. And maybe it can help you too. Do you have a comment about today's episode? Is there a topic that I've never covered that you want me to handle in a future episode? Cool. Text a purple heart to plus one four zero four seven three seven one four four nine. Of course, I'm going to put that in the show notes. The snuggle up. Number one. Caregiving is hard enough. Don't make it harder by letting your body fall apart mechanically. Get your hormones checked. If you're in the United States, it's a test that you must request. It is not standard in a typical annual physical examination. Number two, hormones can start to tank in your 30s. As early as your late 30s, you can actually be 
hormonally out of balance. So don't wait. Just because you don't have gray hair or just because you still appear to be physically fit. The point is to not get out of balance. You got this. Number three, whether you were assigned female or male at birth, you're experiencing hormonal fluctuations throughout your lifetime. And if you're over the age of 40, I suggest it's a series of numbers that you should know. We keep the parenting of caregiving content coming on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. As well, go to www.jsmilescomedy.com and sign up for Parenting Up newsletters. That's it for now. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe for continuous caregiving tips, tricks, trends, and truth. Pretty, pretty please with sugar on top. Share and review it too. I'm a comedian. Alzheimer's is heavy, but we ain't gotta be.